Welcome to the Huddle Wisdom Podcast, my friends. My name is Devin. I'm a psychiatrist. I'm a child psychiatrist and a forensic psychiatrist. And um, on this episode, we're going to be talking about um, how do we how do we help our kids deal? Uh, sorry, how do we help our children um, uh, to not become entitled little brats? <laughs> um, I'm being facetious. Um, but in this episode, I, 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 I share an interview with you, with, um, a friend and colleague, Ivana Lithgow. She's a psychologist who deals a lot with, um, the transition of, of, um, wealth through the generations and families. And I think you'll get a lot out of this. And, um, yeah, I encourage you to look her up as well. I'll include her details in the show notes. Uh, for you to um, to go and look her up. Um, yeah, okay. See you soon. I've got um, Ivana Lithgow with me, and it's—I have to say—it's been—it's been too long. <laughs> it's been too long. Ivana, um, please correct me if I get any of this wrong. Um, so I understand that you're—you're you're a psychologist, and um, what what you do is very uh, very niche, from what it sounds like, but very important work. And I understand that. Your, your field of expertise is in helping families uh, with success, succession planning and transitioning of, of wealth. Um, uh, I might stop there because I might butcher, <laughs> might but, butcher your, 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 your credentials and, and what you do. So I wonder if maybe if you wanted to fill, Fill in the gaps if I've said any of that. Yeah, no, you're on. You're on the right track. You're 100 right. So yeah, my, um, I guess I have the privilege, I say, um, of working with families and in parents or individuals, and um, my area is the succession and transition of wealth, um, businesses, um, things, um, and you know, there's a real kind of energy to the work that I do that really broadly speaking is around change. Mm. Yeah, so I don't give financial advice. <laughs> um, that's always important to be really clear on, but I do kind of talk about how to talk and approach some of these things. Um, yeah. And um, is it in terms of the people that you, you work with, um, mm. does it include the... the the children of your your clients or do you do some family well, that's a good question right like um so my work is often done um through people so good work in a lot of instances doesn't involve me having the conversations it would be providing mm. skills and support and practice and insight to those that are better placed to have those conversations and have those relationships rather than teleporting a stranger in. Yes. Um, 
Yes. But occasionally I do it. I mean, um, if I think about some of the work on my books at the moment, the oldest child that I'm working with is 65. So, <laughs> you know, we often think of children being really young, but, you know, you're, you're yeah. always someone's child. So yeah. 65, and, and I'm, I'm working with them directly. Um, you know, their parents aren't around, but, yeah, they're a, they're a child. So, um, yeah, it's pretty varied, that's for sure. I, 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 love, I love that because um, um, I'm reminded of my, my own ch childish ways. And um, I think sometimes we, I think we get a little bit precious. When I say we, I mean me. We get a bit precious that, you know, because we have an adult's body that we're supposed to um, present ourselves in a certain way, but all those fears and concerns and anxieties we have um you know stem very much from our experiences as children and, and and as adults and I think some of the things that we don't often um address are those childhood sorts of um anxieties that stem from our upbringings and I think I think you're right you know having having to think about ourselves as as um children makes us think about our uh our backgrounds in in a more i don't know um what am i trying to say uh i guess i guess recognizing that we we are children is both vulnerable it makes us feel vulnerable but i think also really important if we're going to grow as people so i i love what you said there and i haven't i haven't never thought about it that way but um yeah, it just came to me to think about that, that. Mm. I use in my work a lot is that fantastic African proverb that it takes a village to raise a child. Mm. And, and I kind of have my own take on that, which is it takes a village to raise a human. <laughs> because yeah. to me, when do we stop being children? I mean, yeah. when I had my own children, mm. I needed my village. So why do we say it's cool up to the age of, I don't know, 12, and then it has to stop and you're on your own in this big wide world? I just see um, real benefit mm. in, in multiple inputs and different tools and resources to, su to support, mm. you know, because, you know, we do change and evolve and sometimes we, we do need different things. And in, in my work, I'm lucky enough that I'm often, I, I'm an impact player. Um, you know, I might talk with people once or twice and support them and give them a plan and some ideas, but really I'm about self-sufficiency. So I'm not about years and years and years and years of, you know, sessions and, mm, um, mm. I, I don't do clinical work. And so, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's nice to kind of keep that village concept and yes. different tools as, you know, in the back of my mind to kind of guide what I do. Hmm. So if, am I right in thinking that, so, so you, so you, you almost provide people with like fra frameworks for, for thinking yeah. through problems and then yeah. people use their yeah. own uh, expertise and, and, and. In their uh, own understanding. Like if we're right. thinking about, if we're thinking about families mm -hmm. who who is going to be more insightful than a parent or a member of that family? Mm. So often there's a role, they will be motivated to do something, but often my role is around confidence and mm. framework mm. and, you know, testing thinking or testing approach. 
um, to kind of dial up success and dial down kind of complexity. But, you know, that's what I see, you know, um, my best work as, as enabling and enhancing what's already there. Um, so that's a good mission for me, being part of supporting others to, to really um, own, grow, do, um, and enable, you know, those that they're closest to. One of the things that I, I wanted to pick your brain about, and it's kind of, it's kind of um, off the back of a conversation. I think we we may have had some some time ago. Yeah. Um, as 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 you know, um, uh, I I do do so called clinical work, mm. um, and um, one of the things that the, the parents that I see or the families I see they they get concerned about. Um, uh, spoiling their children or yeah. not, not not being able to guide them in a way that yeah. helps their kids to develop their own self-sufficiency as you used that term before so um, yeah. so I thought mm, who do I know who who's an expert in this area and so I'm really pleased that I could ask you about it today oh I'm the expert <laughs> oh I thought we were both so, gonna find a friend yeah <laughs> So I, I think, um, yeah, so I, I guess I'm really curious. Um, I'm sure you have some nuggets to share, but uh, yeah, are there... I've always got thoughts. I've always got thoughts, right? Like, <laughs> I mean, you say spoil. The word I hear a lot is entitlement. Mm. Like, how do I, you know, stop entitlement? Or I'm worried if I do that, they'll be entitled. Mm. And, um, you know, the first thing that I'd say, particularly given the world that I work in, is money and wealth just creates a caricature of what's already there people think that money is a problem money is bad mm. I, I personally and professionally have never seen an example where money is the pure evil 100 pure evil cause of everything <laughs> there will be things happening in a situation and it and it just kind of gives it oxygen or it can grow something to another level that was already kind of present but it doesn't create evil in my you know experience and so for me when I hear the word entitle mm. and entitlement it's a useful place to start is I've worked up my own little definition of what it is and it just comes out of a lot of observation in being um, nerdy from time to time and so to me <laughs> entitlement I explain is when someone's understanding of a situation so whether that be the journey that the people have been on to get there the costs the sacrifice whatever it might be is at odds with someone else's expectation or appreciation and when you think you know of that as a definition it can provide some nuggets to use your term mm. or some insight into how, how we approach or could approach it or even what tools we already have that we could utilize. Mm. Because one of the great things about parenting is I'm a parent myself. My oldest is 12. My youngest is soon to be 10. The more I parent, the more I realize there's, there's a few things that I consistently come back to in my tool belt and my toolkit. Mm. and you know those things can be used in this context and so an example 
would be um, sharing stories, mm. giving context, taking a moment to kind of explain something or give some insight into something. Um, and obviously that's got to be age appropriate, mm. you know, and, and moment appropriate. There are moments where you wouldn't take the moment to do it. It wouldn't be right. But where you can, you know, looking, looking for, one of the, for some of those things, um, seeking to kind of promote and grow understanding because understanding doesn't arrive one day. Mm. It's not downloaded. We layer it with micro micro moments in you know people think when do we start we'll start when they're older but micro moming it you'll be surprised how quickly you actually start to get a mass of mm. understand in a little sponge because they just retain you know mm. and they love the engagement of hearing about your experience or when you were young or an example of you doing that or yes. whatever it might be Yes. You know, so they, they eat that up and they they keep it. It stores. Mm. Sometimes they wish it wouldn't, but it does. It stores. Yes. Yes. Um, you know, yes. um, encouraging choices and just yes. encouraging kind of curiosity. Mm. Mm. You know? um, or, or, or linking concepts. You know, how much does that cost? Or does one of those equal two of those? Yes. Did that exist in Mummy's Day? No, it didn't. You know, mm. Mummy didn't get one of those until she, Mummy didn't get a cell phone until she was 22. <laughs> yes. You know, that blows the mind. You know, yes. Mummy got her first iPad mm. at 38. Like, just watch a nine-year-old's mind explode, you know? Mm. Mm. And it's that appreciation of things. Um which I encourage. And I, when I see those things present, mm. I see less concern and less conversation about entitlement. I, I like, I like, the, um, I like, I like the, the use of stories as, as you said before, to impart values and um, in a, in a way that is quite accessible. Um, yeah. And um do, do, you, do you encourage um, your clients to, uh, I, I'm, I'm curious, you know, when, when you're, I don't know what you, you, the term you use, coaching, uh, yeah, guiding coaching, your clients. Talking, getting. That storytelling or that um, appreciation for storytelling, mm -hmm. is that, something that you actively encourage your clients to yeah. do with their with their families let's tell stories about yeah 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 like to the to the point to which they feel comfortable because you don't want to encourage something that's going to really create challenge right yeah but yeah. you know if we're talking about the context of parents they they often have positive memories of stories mm. to them Mm. or stories to others and one of the things that I encourage from time to time and we're coming up to kind of summer holidays which is a great yeah. time to do it yeah and can be quite a laugh is looking back through photo albums or old photos they're such fantastic triggers for stories in content mm. and when I was young and what used to happen and mm. what was happening here you know um you know in reference points Mm. Mm. I, I like that it, it sort of gives um, uh, 
sort of like context around um, um, this idea of of money, and I guess people when they can appreciate the context, they can start to uh, rec recognize, you know, so and so from further up the family tree did this sort of work and worked hard and this is you know and and that tradition has carried on etc cetera, etc cetera, and you know and and then kids might i imagine start thinking about the uh the benefits of work ethics and all that sort of stuff so almost like within the story that you, you they're, they're being taught all this good stuff without explicitly needing to be you know educated, um, educated, educated. yeah educated. yes yeah yeah, yeah, yeah you know I, I like that actually I might start yeah, doing that <laughs> it's 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 a nice soft and it's generally enjoyable for both parties mm. like I'll give you a recent example I uh, mm. my little family my husband my kids and I went away in the holidays and we did a, a, a hike for a few days Mm. And as we were going there, I was explaining to one of the kids that, you know, this is really special for mummy because, um, you know, when mummy grew up, you know, she grew up in a family business. So there was mm. home and work were kind of all meshed in together and there wasn't a lot of time off the tools, mm. <laughs> so to speak. So to go away and do something like this. Wow. Mm. And, you know, stories, they don't have to be long and they don't have to start with once upon a time and they don't have to yep. end with happy ever after. Yes. Do have a few stories where actually it didn't end well. Yes. Um, but at, at that point, you know, so what was the learning? You know, so, okay, so that didn't work out as I thought, but here's what I took from that. And mm. I kept going, you know, mm. so there's still, you're still able to use, um, you know, a, a a ne negative mm. um, story for, for a positive intent. Yes, yes. Um, and so I just encourage people to take moments and, and be present because the opportunities abound. Mm. I'm thinking about that 65-year-old child that you were talking yeah. about before when, when you're working with them. Um, are there particular things that you you encourage them to to think about you know what what sort of stories might might they think about to help them on their journeys well it was an interesting exercise you know mm. like often with adults and in mm. 65 as an adult <laughs> um you get people thinking because often they're in a position of needing to share with their children mm. and so you think about well how was this done for you what did you appreciate if you had a magic wand, what would you have done differently? And you get them nice, to capture nice. that. And then you can start to play some of that forward. So as we're starting to think about this with your family, mm. do we want to seek to keep elements of this? Mm. And do we seek to look to potentially approach some of this differently or dial mm. that down or talk more about this and less about that i'm not sure but yes. you know you're just encouraging yes yes you know the, uh, and 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 you know i'm curious what, what do you find is the, i mean do, i i imagine that, i mean as you're talking about this i'm getting excited <laughs> do, <laughs> do people 
Like, what's the sort of general response that you get from your, your clients when they start thinking Relief. this way? Relief. <clears throat> Relief. Because I think, you know, sometimes on our own, um, things can feel um, harder and bigger than mm. they need to be. And I think, you know, it's very, you know, um, there's a lot of information out there and you can be snowstormed with it all and not necessarily understand the per the, the start. Yeah. And I think a really good starting point, and I was having this conversation with some people earlier today, is, well, where are you at? Where is your family at? You know, what's going well? what do you wish was slightly different and how does starting this, you know, what can you leverage? Mm. It's not a clean relationships are very really a clean sheet of paper where there's no past in, mm. in nothing, you know, in nothing of strength or nothing. So, you know, start small, play a long game. You've got the magic of time. Yes. Enjoy it. Because also if you're talking about something like money and you're looking as stressed as hell, as worried as hell, you can mm. be saying that it's an amazing thing. But uh, kids, you know, humans, it's not even kids, it's humans. You know, we smell that. We sense that. We, we remember that. And so I think what you're wanting to do is just encourage, you know, people to enjoy um, or at least not be terrified mm. of the process in doing a little bit of thinking, breaking it down, going slow, realizing what you already do in other contexts and can apply, you know, is a very positive starting point, you know, um, because there are, there are things that are universal that you can draw on. And I say we start there. I think that is, you've said that so well. And I, anyone listening to this, I encourage you to rewind that uh, and listen to it over and over again, because that is gold. Um, I've, I've really appreciated your time, Ivana. It sounds like, um, you know, your, your approach um, really helps people to dig into the richness of their own histories and, and to find, what's the word? Um, they, they can almost find the solutions within their own stories without necessarily needing to co consult outside sources. But I think I, 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 like, I, really, I really appreciate what you said. I'm going to take some of this on board and apply it in my own life now <laughs> it's, well, it's, it's an important principle right mm. like if you're talking to your kids about something and you're needing 56 external people you're looking yes. stressed to hell um the messaging in that is it's hard it's complex it's not fun and good luck and yeah. you know um that's not a starting point I, I kind of want to celebrate opportunity potential development evolution growth mm. time journey mm. where we can mm. you know mm. and in collaboration and so i just mm. view it slightly differently i guess it's it's really it sounds like it quite it's quite a proactive approach isn't it like you, you can't just stand well, in back the modern, 
yeah. in the modern world, you know, I, someone says to me, I'm going to deal with this when my kids are 18. I laugh. Right. Your kids, if your kids are over the age of five, someone's told them in the playground or the internet has. And, um, yeah. and so then you get into issues of trust. Like, why didn't mummy and daddy tell me this? Um, is it not important or is it yes. so important that I'm not responsible enough to know? Mine starts going. Mm. Um, so, you know, I, I think start. You can always add more. Um, but, you know, just a little. Just start small. Yep. Yep. I like that. Little by little. Um, yeah. Small steps. I, I think, yeah, no, that's, that's, that's good. Um, but um, I feel encouraged. I think, um, yeah, it's a, it's a proactive collaborative approach. And it also, also almost um, in a way, I think, I think it's, it's a really great way actually to um, uh, foster bonds and strong relationships uh, with, with each other, isn't it? We can share well, stories. That's mm. the ultimate wealth, right? Like mm. the ultimate wealth is connections and relationship. It is mm. not money. And if I look at anyone that's doing, protecting their wealth, transitioning their wealth well, they're not focusing on the money. They'll outsource that. They'll mm. spend the time and their energy mm. on their human capital, on their people, on their relationships on their memories, on their experiences, and on imparting what they know so that their children and those that come after them have the benefit of their learnings, not just their wealth. Because if they don't have both, they will lose both. Wow. That's, that's really profound. Um, <laughs> I, I'm going to... I'm gonna... <laughs> You've given me a lot to think about. I'm sure you've given a lot uh, for the for the listeners to think about as well. If 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 people wanted to think more about the stuff that you're sharing, um, how how do people find you? Um, I suppose they find me on LinkedIn. Um, okay. I'm, I'm pretty. I'm pretty. Um, digitally not clever. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um and, and that's by accident in design. People can reach out. They can talk to me. They can email me. They'll find me. Um, but yeah, I... Okay. Um, and I welcome that. Um, what, what I could do is um, include your, 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 your LinkedIn profile, your details uh, in the show notes if you're happy for, for us yeah, to go do for that. It. We can do that. Yep. Um, yeah, I encourage people to go and check out... <laughs> Ivana's profile and um yeah I'm I'm so grateful to have spent the the time with you this morning and um hey, my privilege I have benefited from your professional relationship over the years and I applaud what you're doing so thank you well I'm I'm very happy to be um part of your story and I'm glad that uh, you're also part of my story and I'm glad that we can share a story together. And um, yeah, once again, thank you so much, Ivana, for your time. Um, no problem. I hope, to, hope to stay in touch with you. I'm sure we will. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, have a great day and um, 
Yep, I will talk to you again in due course. <laughs> Take care. See All ya. Right. Thanks, Ivana. Bye. Hey, thanks for hanging around, my friends, and listening to the interview with Ivana. Um, again, if you wanted to check out um, the work that she does, I will include her, her deets in the show notes so that you can look it up yourself. Uh, but I do encourage you to do that. Um, it's well worth looking at that stuff. She's also got a really great uh, blog post um, called uh, Did Granddad Have an iPad? It's, it's a wonderful piece. Uh, I'll include the link in the show notes as well. And, um, and with that, my friends, I will see you next time. Thanks for hanging out with me. I'm Devin. I'm a psychiatrist and the host of the Podcast. See you later. Bye.